Welcome to the All or Nothing Podcast, where we bring to you companies that are here to change the game. And I'm your host, Rodrigo Ballone. I'm pretty sure that most of you are going to find this interview pretty exciting. Because if you tuned in, hoping that you were going to learn some new ways to grow your money quick, that's exactly what you're going to get in this episode. Now, before we jump into the interview and start talking about money, I want to talk a little bit about the term financial intelligence, or in other words, your ability to generate and save money. Whatever number you consistently have in your savings account, that's your financial intelligence. Some people always have $3,000 in their bank account. Mentally, whenever that savings gets over $3,000, they're trying to figure out what they're gonna buy next or what city they're going to travel to next. Now, some people, that number's 30,000, and others, that number's 300,000. But whatever that number is, that's your financial intelligence. Obviously, we would take into account any investments or assets that you have, but you get the point. The reason why I bring this up is because we've all heard people say that they want to have multiple streams of income, but most never do. Usually a few years later, that same person has a new job and is probably getting paid more money, but they still just have one stream of income. And the reason why is no matter how successful that person is in one field, until they take the time to educate, prepare, and practice in a new field, they will never generate an additional stream of income. There's a lot of different ways to generate money, and whether it's real estate or building a business, both routes could get you rich. But just because you flipped a few houses doesn't mean you have the skills to start a business and sell a product. Those skills need to be developed as well. But on top of that, every investment has different requirements. Some investments require a lot of money, others require a lot of time, but it's everyone's job to find the best route that suits them to financial freedom. Now, trading stock is one of the fastest ways to make money. We've all thought about investing in stock, but most never do because of the fear of losing all your money. Phrases like investing in blue chip stocks or diversify your portfolio are pretty common, but those methods of investing don't get you rich quick. Instead, they get you good returns in a long period of time. Now, our next guest has created a platform that gives both beginners and advanced traders the tools they need to be successful at day trading. Now, what's special about day trading is that you can start with a small amount of money and triple or quadruple your money in one day. Yes, you heard right. You can triple or quadruple your money in one day. And our guests will educate you, prepare you, and train you until you're ready to invest with real money and grow your bank account. Let's welcome the founder and CEO of Bulls on Wall Street, Kunal Desai. How are you today? I'm doing great, my man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad to have you on. So Kunal, tell us, how did you get started day trading and how did it evolve to a business? So um, I started in college. And so this was, uh, I was going to college in the dot-com boom. So I went to Michigan State. And so I started school in 1999. And so I started getting into it like right when the bubble was 
um, happening in the stock market, the tech bubble, which was uh, really just probably the biggest bubble we've had in quite some time, at least in terms of stocks flying around. So that was like the flavor of the thing. You know, it was, that was something that everybody talked about. You know, you could go to a dinner party with your parents. People would be talking about their Yahoo stock or their Amazon or their pets.com stock. Or, you know, you'd be driving around and you'd like see like your neighbor with like a new car and you'd have like a Yahoo license plate. Like it was like this huge mania because, you know, the internet was brand new. It's only a few years old. And, you know, these days, right, it's, everything is internet, you know, your iPhones and Fitbits and, you know, everything is connected, but this is like a brand new frontier at the time. And so it was a really exciting time. And, you know, probably one of the most powerful pushes we've had in, uh, you know, our lifetime. And so it was something that just kept ringing in my head, like, oh my gosh, like everybody is making money in this, like what's going on. And, you know, here I was going to school and, you know, coming from Michigan, you know, I was always taught the, you know, uh, go to school, get good grades, get a job, retire when you're 65 kind of mantra. And, um, you know, that's what, you know, was being kind of forced down my throat uh, my whole life. And, you know, this stock market was flying around and I just had this like curiosity about it. Like, you know, like, hey, my neighbor Bob's a dick. Like, how does he have a BMW? Right. And it's like you just see all this stuff. And so. Now that I, I'm, you're going to school, for the first time, you're kind of like uh, introduced to like computer labs. And, you know, I got you know, my first laptop and, you know, all of this stuff. And you're living on your own. And, uh, you know, one of the things about college is, you know, it's so unstructured compared to high school where, you know, you show up at seven, you stay till four and you have your activities. And, you know, now you got all this free time and you got all these computers that you're using for the first time. And so, it was just like this natural thing of me just sitting around all day. Like, let me research this. Like what's going on? Like how are, how does something like, Oh, I make uh, pens. So I have pens.com or I make pet food. And I got pet food.com. Like what about that makes a stock go from like $2 to a hundred dollars? Like, you know, I'm just thinking like, wow, if I had, you know, $500 in here, I could have $5,000. Like, how is that possible? Like it just just racked my brain because you know I'm coming from a mentality and a lifestyle that was based on production. You know, you go to school, you get good grades, and you build products. You become an engineer and you design cars, or or you become an architect and you build a house. And here, this is something totally like in a different world where you're sitting on your laptop, but like you can create money, but you're not really producing anything. Like it's just the exchange of right uh, uh dollars and transferring them around it i found that really interesting because i was always a big reader and you know i was always thinking about like really how do like wealthy people make money like they can't all just have jobs and they save for 40 years and they buy real estate properties and that's it right and there was another way like how are young people making money or how are other entrepreneurs doing things and so it was just in the back of my mind that here i am uh, on the forefront of something like the internet is coming about people are really getting their first kind of the laptops are kind of coming to mass market and you know like broadband internet and it just was i was fascinated and so i just started researching researching and there was not really any information on day trading and so all i could do was learn about investing you know i'd read books on warren buffett or or william o'neill and trend trading and I'd be doing that and I'd be like, well, 
man, I'm reading this. And these books are about like investing and making 8% a year, 9% a year. But you know, I only got 500 bucks or a thousand bucks. Like that's not going to get me to what I'm seeing in these tickers of people making tons of money of Amazon going up a hundred dollars in a day or Yahoo going up a hundred dollars in a day or right. Some of these weird internet stocks like Netscape and stuff that are just flying around. Like that doesn't seem like a 10% a year type of thing. These things are going up, you know, 50% in a day. And so there was that disconnect of like, huh, what's out there? And, you know, what I'm trying to do is not there. And so I had to do so much just trial and error of like reading and reading and reading. And I would try all those types of, you know, investments, the value investing by, you know, Warren Buffett and uh, uh, Mr. Graham and all, all these types of books. And I'm like, man, like, yeah, like I made 20 bucks, but that's not what I'm trying to do here, you know? And so, at some point, I had to just start like trying to day trade, you know, trying to day trade and, uh, you know, figuring out and reverse engineering, like what would make a stock go up so much. And so I just started sitting in those computer labs like all day, all night, just trying these things. And, and the beauty was I was coming in to the manic part, that last gasp run of the tech bubble before the bubble burst. And so, I would just throw money at stuff and they would go up. And so I was able to see it actually happen with real dollars and it took no skill, but because you're just in that last gas bubble, like, you know, things are working. And so I got to see those amazing movements and, and that just got me addicted because I was able to see like how a thousand can go to five and how 500 can turn to two in, in a matter of days. And that was like, it just blew my mind because you know, I know that coming out of college, I'd probably get a job making $2,000 a month, right? With a degree in 2003 or 2004, whenever I graduate. And so I just kept hacking at it and hacking at it. But when the bubble burst, obviously I didn't have any real day trading skills, right? Beyond just throwing some shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. And so I lost all my money. But it was like this amazing lesson because I saw the speed and which markets can fall too, and how they actually fall faster than they even go up. And so, you know, that got me thinking too, like, okay, what if I can bet on things to go down? And so then I started playing around with different strategies, like, wow, stocks can go up and down. Why can't we, why can't we profit at both? Because nobody really talked about that. You know, you're always just thought you buy a stock and you hold on to it, but there's a whole other side of trading, which is short selling, betting on companies to go down. And that's what makes you a trader, right? You write them up and you write them down. And so I started building my identity, but it took time because that when that bubble burst, I of course lost all my money. And so then I had to go back to studying and save again and then try it all over again. And so I went through these periods for a while of, of doing that, you know, saving, putting some money in, doing pretty good and then losing it because I just didn't have that lockdown strategy yet, but I was building it, you know, and that took years. And you know, over time, um, I started to catch my groove. You know, I met my mentor. I started getting pretty decent. And then I met another Indian guy um, that took me under his wing that works at our company now, Paul Singh. And he taught me a different style of trading. I started putting it all together. And boom, now with the, kind of these years of experience and lessons, and I was really good at cataloging everything and, and, and keeping track of the data to see what works and didn't work. And now you start building your strategy. 
And as I got good, uh, it was like this kind of perfect timing because the advent of social media was just coming of age. Uh, Twitter just came, was coming online and Facebook had been online for a little bit of time. And now like this powerful thing that really governs our lives now, it was like in its infancy. People weren't even sure if they wanted to use it. They're like, is this too much information? Me throwing my thoughts out in public. And, but I was hopping on these and sharing my stock picks. And what you started to see was that there was not just hundreds of people, but thousands and thousands of people that were just like me many of years ago that were searching for information, but that information didn't really exist. You know, there weren't any blogs or online classes or anything like that at that point. And so, you know, I started to just really think like, wow, I can use the power of something like Twitter and it's direct messaging to share stock picks and information in real time. Because that's the thing with books. Like when you read a book, everything makes sense. You see something, it's static, right? But then when you have to do it real time, there's a disconnect in your brain of actually connecting the dots. It's so different than when you read a textbook or see a graph or something. And so that dissemination of information uh, that I was able to do in real time helped me build up a little bit of an audience. And, and from there, I got to an idea of really what people were looking for and their profiles. And then I was able to build my website and, and get this business cooking. I can safely say that most people in the U.S. have said that they will eventually invest in stocks, but most never do because they feel like they need a lot of money to start or because of the risk tied to it. So what does your platform do to help beginners start trading in a smart way that's not too risky? So that's a great question. So one of the things to understand about investing or trading or really anything that just involves the stock market is this is a job, right? People do this for a job. And so if you are gonna go out and learn a profession, you wanna be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever, an engineer, anything, what would you do? Would you just read a book and then just, you'd be able to go out and do it? You read a couple books and you're out doing surgery or you're out doing cases as a lawyer? No, there's a, a structure, right? You have to go to school. And you have to learn it. And not only do you have to learn it, but you have to understand it. You have to be tested on it and, and practice it. And then once you have that, right, you've got to actually go out and apply it. And be, while you're going on practicing and applying it, you're not getting paid, right? It's like your internship. You're in med school now, or right? Or, or, or you're clerking for somebody. And so you're not making money yet, but you're taking your skills and you're going out and practicing it. And once you get good at that, right? Now you're taking your textbook knowledge and you're putting it to use and practicing it in real time. And only then, once you have it all down, right, what happens? You get to actually be a professional and go out and do it and get paid. And that's how I look at uh, the, the stock market, that this is a job. And so we have to structure this just like you would be learning any profession, you know? So when I come in and I have a student, it's in the beginning, we're starting them off in a very specific way, right? Just like you would if you were brand new in a university trying to learn something. And from there, you build a foundation. 
And every class and every day you're building on that foundation. And you have your quizzes and homework and tests and group projects and all of that so that you can become immersed into this field and it can become a part of you. And so you're taking it in a holistic way on all aspects of things. And once you have that book knowledge, then you know we put our students on real life simulation where they can actually go out and practice trade within, virtually. So they would be using platforms just like I would be using in real life, but they're doing it virtually with however much money they think they would wanna trade with. And so they sit there and practice it and we watch them and we correct them and we coach them and we monitor them and they keep track of data to see if they're any good. What are they good at? What are they not good at? What are their strengths, their weaknesses? And they keep practicing on that. So they start to build an identity as an investor or a trader based on data, not just, hey, I'm going to watch this and I'm going to put some money to work. And once we've compiled that data and we know that this person has the requisite skills, the tactics, the tactical knowledge to go out and understand the market, and they have an idea of what type of trades work and when. Now we can say, okay, let's go out and put some real money to work in a small manner, very, very small. Let's test the waters and see how we do in real life with money. And as you get good and you're actually proving yourself and you're making good decisions, right, you start to, to build it up. And that's, I think, probably the best way to do it because otherwise you don't give yourself a chance to really get good because in any job, in any profession that you're building skill, imagine a basketball player, right? How many hours do they have to actually practice before they have an expertise where they can do that skill without thinking about it, shooting the basketball or whatever it might be? It's, you're talking about hundreds of hours, right? Or if not more. And that's where we're at in, in the investing and trading game is we have to get those repetitions in so that you can see the markets like a professional that goes out and does this for a living. And so obviously we don't have 10 years to do this. We've got to take all of that and condense it in a shorter period of time. So we have to have very powerful classes and really, really have focus. But what happens is once you get those repetitions in, you start to see things. It's just a matter of screen time, like in any skill that you're learning. What I like about your platform is that it has a community of traders that a user can interact with and learn from. So can you talk about how being part of your community improves trading results and profits? Sure, it's like having an accountability partners, right? So we have a community of hundreds of traders where the, you know, the back end of the website, they have the ability to interact with each other and do hangouts and work on projects. And I have a chat room where during the day, I'm trading live on video. They can see me and they can see my screens and I'm, I'm talking out the trades aloud. But all the other students are in there too, sharing their ideas and things of, of that nature. So now you have this collaborative learning where we're taking the market, which is, has thousands of moving parts, and I'm showing them how I go out and, and make my money. But I have hundreds of students that also trade professionally. And they have their eyes on the market. And so they're also sharing what they see. And what you'll find is when you get that collaborative brain power together, a thousand brains plugged into the same system, you can see things 
and lightning fast ways, but you also have that community to lean back on, you know, when things are not going right or they're going right. And I found that students that really work together and they collaborate, their learning potential is just so much more powerful. They learn so much more faster because they're able to do this together. You know, imagine like you had a bad day trading or you had a bad day in class or something like that. You know, sometimes you don't want to bug your teacher, right? You know, you know you're going to get a handful out of them. But also like there are just certain things that happen that don't really require a professional expertise. You just need to vent. You just need somebody that's in the same spot as you that's going through the same thing as you to say, "Hey, you know what? It's going to be okay. Let's focus on these things and keep a positive mindset and we're going to do it together." That's pretty powerful. Now, having like-minded people, because I'll tell you one of the things as a, a professional trader over the years, you know, you, people ask you what you do and you're like, I'm a day trader. They look at you like a drug dealer. You know, they don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's like saying I'm a consultant. They're like, oh, consult means he's unemployed or a drug dealer, right? And day trading is like <laughs> the same way. They're like, what does that mean? And it's a lonely thing when you're trying to do something for yourself whether it's building a business or learning to trade, when you're trying to do something powerful for yourself, but it goes against the grain of what people are used to and what people are doing in your circle. You know, having friends that are like-minded can really set you up. And, you know, as I've gotten older and into business, I've gotten to travel, you know, I've met so many other CEOs and businessmen. And I'll tell you, that's where you can really learn. You know, when you find people that are smarter than you and better than you and but they're motivated, they can teach you stuff. Whew, uh, the sky is the limit. You mentioned earlier that you focus on day trading, which pretty much means that you buy and sell stock within the same day. And a big part of day trading is speculation. As an investor, you're betting that that stock is either going to go up or down in a short window and you could lose pretty big in one day. So what are some basic steps a trader can take when they start investing for the first time? Sure. So one of the things that we do as traders is to really understand that, you know, a trading is a small part of what we do. Our main job as handlers of our money is risk management. We are professional risk managers. And so when you're getting into this, having an acute understanding of what you can lose, but what you can lose on one trade, like where's your max pain on it? What you're willing to lose in a week? Uh, how much money you're willing to risk before you say, you know what? I maybe need to take a step back from this and uh, do some more studying. That come, becomes paramount. Even to this day as a trader, I have a max pain on how much I'm willing to lose in a day trading or uh, what I'm willing to risk uh, in my portfolio in certain market conditions. Uh, whether it's my IRAs or 401ks, you know, everything, I take a look at these things every day and I'm measuring risk because I want to know if I have 10 stocks in my long-term accounts, if they all go down because something happens, what would be the max I could lose? And if that's more than I'm willing to take, right, then I have to change around the parameters of my portfolio. That's a pretty cool way to look at it because you always hear people talk about diversifying their portfolio, but you never hear anyone describe themselves as professional risk managers. And I think if you look at it that way, it gives you a whole new perspective 
of trading in general. But a big part of investing is knowing what's going on in the world and how that affects business outcomes. That's a learning curve that everyone must understand if they don't want to be at the mercy of the market. So how does your service help keep traders in the loop with information that could help them trade better? So for us, everything is real time. You know, I always tell everybody my resume is in real time. So what that means is during the day, I mean, we are available giving running commentary to our students. I mean, I actually have my trading platform up. They can see everything I'm doing. They can see me hitting these buttons. And so they can follow along. I'm saying, hey, I'm buying 500 shares of this. I'm buying 2,000 shares of this. I'm buying 100 shares of this. So they can actually see it. I'm giving them running commentary of what I'm seeing in the market, but also how I'm hunting for it. How do I find this information? What does it all mean? So that they can learn beyond just book knowledge because you can read as many books as you want and you can take as many classes as you want at night. But unless somebody can teach you during the day as you're trying to do your job, like a hands-on way of real time, this is what you do and they can actually see the money go up and down, it's really hard. And so I love doing everything. I have classes at night, you know, four days a week. But then all day during the trading day, I'm out there. I'm, I'm guiding them. And they're asking questions, but they're watching me go out and do it. Because what's more powerful and, and to give you confidence than to see your mentor go out and slay the market every day? And when he loses, they see it too. And I'm explaining to him, this is why I lost. Guys, I took, a little, I took a little hit today. We saw that. This is what went right. This is what went wrong. And we do a webinar on it after the market closed. And so they now understand like, okay, I don't want to do that. You know, the teacher made a little bit of a mistake today. And we, we don't want to try that again. You know, he tried something. It didn't work. Uh, the other things, you know, at night, uh, we do videos and reports to prepare these guys for the trading day. So we have, of course, I'm day trading, but we have a part-time trader service also. And so, you know, we do uh, videos at night, a trade report showing all the stuff that we're looking at for long-term and short-term. This is why. Uh, these are the different levels we would be entertaining these on. And so now they're fully prepared uh, in terms of seeing what we see. And then during class, we show them how to make these preparations themselves. So that at some point, they don't need to just sit there and, and, and think about what we're doing all the time. They already know how to run the programs, the software, and do the analysis on their own. And so you'll see like a lot of my best traders, I mean, they check out my reports and, and my blogs and my videos as like a confirmation to see if maybe I've, I have some different ideas than they have, but they don't need them anymore. Trading stocks has a lot of different ways to make money. Can you talk about the importance of developing a trading style that suits you? 100%. So in trading, there's a, a, a hundreds of different styles, if not more. It's an infinite thing. And what I found is that every good trader I've ever seen has a unique perspective on the market, a unique perspective based on their own personality. Some people like to trade fast. Some people like to do longer trades. Some people like to hold for multiple days. Some people have jobs, right? So their job only allows them to do certain types of trades because they're, I have one student that's a doctor right now. I mean, he's out saving lives. Like he can't trade exactly like I have to trade, right? 
He's got to build his own style. And so when I teach class, I teach him about trading and, and, and trading as a whole. We go into all different styles and then we start working with these guys so that they can start developing what they like to do, applying the whole methodology that I know. And then they're picking and choosing like what works for them. And now you can build on that because otherwise you're at a loss. Nobody can just mimic another person. You know, it's too hard. Just like when I'm trading live, nobody can just shadow me and make the same amount of money, right? They might not have as much capital as I have. They may not have the stomach I have for certain types of trades. They may not see their certain trades, right? You can't just follow along and it's like, oh, I'm going to be making all this money because that's not how human beings work, right? We're reactive people. If, if we get uncomfortable, we'll react a certain way, but I may not be. And so it's really important to develop your own stuff. So everybody will trade a little bit different. I've had tons of students that, you know, they try to trade my exact style and it stresses them out. And it's only when they actually look at it and say, well, what parts of this fit me and what can I change to fit my lifestyle, my job, my goals, how much capital I have? That's when they really hit their stride because now it's their strategy. They own it. They have ownership of it. And that's a powerful thing. I'm sure that there's a lot of experienced traders that are listening to this right now and are already making money on their own. So what can those type of traders benefit from by joining your Bulls on Wall Street network? So this is just the community aspect of things. You know, being a trader is a lonely game. You're sitting in your room or your office or wherever you are and you're clicking these buttons and you're out on your own. You have a bad day and what do you do? Go to the bar, exercise. I mean, everybody has different ways of coping. When you have a community of people, these people are friends. I, I, I meet most of my students. I've had hundreds stay at my house over the years. You know, having a community can help you on those off days, but also it can bring your game to a next level because you have access to more information and more ideas. You know, you have people that are hunting for information all day or running software scans. They have the ability to take hundreds of brains and keep it focused on the market, right? It's a bunch, it's not just one set of eyes, now you have hundreds of set of eyes. And so that's a huge thing. But the other thing is that mentorship comes in so many different ways. You can be elite at something and still need more coaching, right? Michael Jordan had coaches. Kobe Bryant has coaches. I myself have a business coach because even though I'm a CEO of a business that's done well, I want to get better, right? I take courses by Tony Robbins and John Maxwell last year on public speaking because you know, teaching and reaching people is part of my job, right? And so I have to get good at these things. You can always have more mentorship. And there's always somebody that you can learn from, even if they're not even on your level, right? You can still learn something from them. And I talk to traders all day. You know, when I go to some of these conferences, like Traders for a Cause or a Tim Sykes's conference he does every year, you'll meet people that are amazing at what they do. And you learn different styles or different edges from them. And that's been a huge part of my development. You know, even as I'm going into my 30s, every year I'm adding new layers to my trading. And that actually comes from not just keeping a log of what I do and how I can get better, but interacting with people 
that are smart and that are brilliant because anytime you have conversation with somebody that's just a brilliant person in their field, something good is going to come out of that if you can ask the right questions and you're open to it. You mentioned earlier that social media has really changed the game for you and the industry. And what's great about the digital age is that technology has given individual traders access to the same tools that the large brokerage firms had before. So can you discuss how you have used digital technology to not only start trading, but to grow your business as well? Sure. So, you know, nowadays, the aspect of the internet has kind of even the playing field, right? No longer do you guys spend tons of money on TV ads and radio ads like the old days uh, to get customers. You know, you don't even have to spend any money. There are things you can do on YouTube or free webinars or social media like Instagram that can bring you to people without actually having to be a multi-million or billion dollar company that's spending all this money on TV ads or print ads. You know, now the average person can get into a business, the entrepreneurship business, and if they are creative, they can go and grow their business in the beginning without actually having marketing costs, as long as they're creative and really think outside the box and make the right connections and are open to that. So that's pretty powerful. On the other side, on the trading side, the ability to use now um, software and scanners, you know, you can go to companies like Trade Ideas, uh, which is a company that I do a little business with because I use their products. And uh, TC2000, it's what I use for my charting platform. These type of tools would be hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a month. And now, right, these type of businesses go and they let retail people um, buy their products on a monthly basis for $40 or $50. So now the average person that's sitting at their house they can make their own algorithms if they want, right? Really, what's an algorithm? It's just a computer program that says, hey, when I see this, buy this. When I see this, do this, right? Well, you can develop all that now for $40, $50 a month. So no longer is certain types of techniques or technologies available to just rich hedge fund managers, but really anything that you want to do in the trading business, you can get your hands on for $50 or $100 a month that's pretty damn cool. Well, every company is thinking about building a stronger online presence, but most are struggling. You and your team have built a business completely online. So what advice would you give when it comes to getting people to your site and converting them? Awesome. So the biggest part of everything in there is a value proposition, right? Is there actually something that you're giving them and it's worth it. People buy, People love to buy. That's the thing. That's what people think don't realize. People love to buy, but they hate getting sold to. People love to learn and, and they love stuff that can help them, you know, whether it's fitness or beauty products or whatever, right? People are all about self-improvement. And so, you know, when they come to our site or they see us on Instagram or somewhere, right? It's not just, oh, buy these products right? But it's providing them value. Hey, we're doing these webinars. Check out these free blogs. You know, I do watch lists every day that are free, that are open for everybody. They can see what we're really all about, our, our company values, our culture. And so, you know, we try to give 90% of it all away for free so that they can actually get an idea of what we have. And then it's just that last end. If they really like you 
and they believe in you, they have trust in you, then they're going to buy because they're, you're always going to be on the back of their mind. See, they may not buy right now, but people are always thinking about their finances. They're always thinking about their money, you know, and at some point people come around and come back to it. Like, man, I got to, I got to work on this, man. I got to get this thing done. And when they finally do come to that decision that it's time, they're only going to remember one company, that awesome company that gave them all those free videos and they got to check their blogs. And uh, when they emailed the CEO, he replied back with uh, detailed answers, whether he was a customer or not, you know, whether he put good information out on Twitter or Instagram, or if he motivated them and inspired them and, and, and spoke to them like human beings versus just customers, then they will come back. And I get a lot of customers, you know, that will tell me like, man, I saw you three, four years ago and, you know, I've been lurking around since, but I, I had a couple kids and I got a promotion and, you know, life just gets in the way. But man, I just cleared the deck. You know, my job has slowed down a little bit. My kids are older. Dude, I'm ready to go. I'm excited. I've been waiting and thinking about this for the last 10 years of my life. Well, yeah, if you've been thinking about something the last 10 years of life, who are you going to go to? Who are you going to call? You're going to call the guy that you trust, that you've seen out there. And that's the huge part is providing that value and always letting them see who you really are and what you're about, you know, because that's what creates loyal customers. And the way I always think about this is, you know, the life cycle of a customer for me is six to 10 years. I have some customers that have been with me for six, seven years. And so imagine like, Every single customer has such potential for relationship. And so if that customer has to be nurtured uh, in all different ways, who cares? Because he could be with me for a very long time. And if not, he's just going to be an awesome supporter. And that's still pretty cool too. Canal, that was a great interview. I'm sure that you have a lot of people feeling like they can make some real money on the stock market. So thanks for the info. Is there anything else you would like to tell our audience before you go? No, guys, you know, whether you want to be a day trader or long-term trader, whatever it is, just go out and do it. You know, in today's day, you have to have multiple sources of income. You know, I've had real jobs in the corporate world before. They're great. You know, if you find something you love to do, but you can't always depend on it. Our job as human beings, as leaders of our family and our communities is to have skills to always be acquiring skills and so knowing this is something that you're going to be using for a very long time so always keep it on the back of your mind and even if you don't have a lot of time just spend 15 minutes a day or 10 minutes a day just starting to learn about a money and how it moves and how it works and how it can impact you in terms of your investing because at some point we all will need it I want to thank Kanal Desai, the founder of Bulls on Wall Street, for being on the show. And if you want to hear more interviews like this, follow the All or Nothing podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Tidal. That's a wrap for this episode of All or Nothing, where we bring to you companies that are here to change the game. And I'm your host, Rodrigo Ballone.